Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Thank you for joining me on Born to be Breastfed, where every week we bust the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding and beyond. Today, however, we're mostly sticking to breastfeeding, going a little bit beyond the traditional kinds of topics, however, as related to breastfeeding. And I have with me somebody that you might recognize because she's been on the show before, and that is Melanie Silverman. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here, Marie. Let me tell you a little bit about Melanie. She is the chief clinical officer at Pacify, which is a health technology company which provides new parents 24-7 access to healthcare experts and their smartphones. Melanie is a pediatric registered dietitian and a board-certified lactation consultant with more than 20 years of experience in the hospital and in the private practice setting. Melanie has committed her career to helping new parents access on-demand healthcare services to improve health outcomes, and she has built Pacify's clinical networks from the ground up since, guess what, since its start in 2014. So for those of you who are sitting there thinking to yourselves, wow, this woman is enlightened. She was way ahead of the curve. I would say, mm, meet Melanie Silverman. She is always ahead of all of the curves. <laughs> That's just the way she is. That's- so Melanie, tell me a little bit because as uh, first of all, let's talk about what telehealth is and what it isn't. Can you give us a little insight into that before we go any further, please? Absolutely. This is a great question to start out with. So telehealth is a way to connect healthcare providers with their patients. And the neat thing about telehealth is that it is it, it removes barriers. So there are some people that have a tough time with transportation to their healthcare provider. There are some people that have a tough time with, tra- with um, scheduling because they're working. But the neat thing about the way of our world right now is a lot of people have smartphones, Marie. Yes. And so they're yes. able to use their smartphones uh, beyond solitaire and all the other things <laughs> that you can download right. that are fun to use it as a tool for healthcare. And so especially with what we've just gone through with the pandemic, telehealth has really taken off because we were forced to use it. So it can be a beautiful, important tool for healthcare, connecting people that really need to see their providers um, easier. Now, what telehealth is not, it is not a replacement for in-person care. As you and I both know, sometimes healthcare providers, including lactation consultants, must lay their hands on a baby on a mom, watch a latch. And so I have said from the very beginning, Marie, that this is a beautiful substitute 
filler or something like that for healthcare, but it is not um, replacement. a replacement. No. Yeah. And so it's been, it's, it's a, jo- it's joyful work. Um, and I'll tell you one thing um, that I may be getting ahead of myself, but I always say this lately, this has been kind of my, my new tagline since we met last time in that when there is a question about breastfeeding, it is an emergency, right? You and I both know that. If the question does not get answered, there is a risk of losing the milk supply. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? And so Along with the motivation and the everything else. I agree. And so the neat thing about what we've been able to do is connect parents the moment they have a question with a lactation consultant to, as we've seen in some of the research, uh, preserve the milk supply. So that's pretty neat. So Melanie... What I hear lately is that there are so many IBCLCs and people actually who are not IBCLCs who say, oh, you know, it's the pandemic. I just want to do some some telehealth. And I'm thinking, yeah, 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 slow down a little bit. But uh, the pandemic started in 2020. You started your company in 2014, as I recall. Am I right? That's correct. All right. So what was your motive? Clearly, you didn't have the pandemic. What was your motivation to start Pacify? Well, it wasn't quite my motivation. I have to tell you, give you, I love to tell this story. Okay, um, but go this for it. Started, this is a family company. And so my husband, Scott's first cousin, Ben, called me out of the blue one day and said, Melanie, why are women going to the ER for breastfeeding help? Because what he was doing is he was tracking ER utilization mm-hmm. and seeing all this unnecessary, all these unnecessary visits. And so he called me and we had a very long talk in the summer of 2014. And he was doing healthcare consulting about breastfeeding in the United States. What is a lactation consultant? Why do women need lactation consultants? Do they all need lactation consultants? And we had some really great conversations about breastfeeding. And then he had a very close friend named George Brandis, who he had been talking to about starting a company. And we all kind of came together in August, 2014. And they both said, Hey, you know, a lot about breastfeeding and lactation consultants. You're also a dietitian. Would you be our chief clinical officer and build these networks? We want to build a a breastfeeding app. And so the three of us, you know, ventured off. um, And, you know, here we are today. (laughs) Thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a great story. And it, it was really special explaining to Ben and George what the landscape of breastfeeding, especially to two men, Marie. I, I know. <laughs> men. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really interesting. And so I learned a lot talking to them and hearing their questions. And they certainly, I joke with them that the two of them could probably take the lactation exam now and pass it because I've taught them so much. But that's how Pacify started. We, we, we have that conversation in my household, too. <laughs> I bet. All yeah. family members, you know, they, they've yep. heard the stories. Yeah. They understand. My husband's an engineer, but I yeah. often say to him, I think you could just go downtown and take the exam. I think you'd yeah. do just fine, you yeah. know? Yes. But, yes. But yes, it, it is. Having that discussion with men, that is a story in and of itself. But lucky for you, you did have that conversation. You had what I would say is just a fabulous innovation that I see you as just way, way ahead of your time. However, what I see now is that after the pandemic, people are just thinking this is like, I'm sorry, just like eat out, you know, oh, 
let's just have telehealth. And sometimes it's because they are trying to replace the in-person visit, which we've already established that is not going to, I mean, it can be a, a temporary substitute, but it is not a, a, a replacement, certainly. But what do you see as some of the downsides to doing telehealth from either your perspective or the IBCLCs who are at Pacify or for the parents? What do you see as a downside? Mm-hmm. Well, truthfully, the way that I answer this, because we've taken probably at this point, hundreds of thousands of calls. And I see, I have to be very honest with you, definitely more upside with what we're doing than downside. Remember, prior to all this, prior to, you know, there's other companies that do similar things. People really struggle, Marie. Like we don't have enough lactation consultants in the United States. And, you know, we, um, day day three, postpartum, 90% of people have questions about breastfeeding. You, oh, most you, definitely. you launch from the hospital. So, yeah. so I would say the vast majority of the time, um, it is a very positive experience. We have reviews of just very funny comments from parents writing, you know, you saved my marriage. Thank you so much. This was incredible. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get there. These are really important things, but let's be honest. Um, and this is what I say to my providers. And my providers are my IBCLCs who work for Pacify. I always say to them, we can do so much but we can only do so much. Right. And that is kind of my tagline to understand their scope of care. We, you know, um, it, it, it takes, you, you have to be very savvy if you're going to do telehealth. You have to really be able to size up a situation very quickly. Um, these are the people that work for us. And so downsides would be situations where a baby needs to be examined further, where, you know, something, you know, we're talking about lactation, but you cannot talk about lactation without talking about maternal mental health. And you can't let a mom or dad, we've actually had dads call us saying that they had postpartum depression over COVID. You can't let her sit in her house and not be looked at um, by somebody in person and connect with, with, with people. So you know, one of the downsides is, you know, we get babies to latch, which is an upside. Um, we explain how to pump for somebody who's returning to work. We can deal with engorgement and sore nipples and all the stuff that you and I know very well is a problem in breastfeeding. But sometimes you really need to see the whole person um, and, and be able to, to um, have, there's no substitute for a human healthcare provider helping another human. So. Yeah, to me, a big piece is that if you were standing there, if you were four inches from that mother or that baby, you might see something that you just don't see otherwise. Uh, let's just, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, no, go, go. <laughs> let's, let's just talk about the screen. Let's talk about the presence. Let's just yes. talk about one of yes. the things that I talk about with my providers is you, your screen presence, how you're looking. And if you have a provider, you know, who's leaning over and half their face is showing, I mean, these are things that people, whether you're at Pacify or you're running telehealth or telelactation on your own, you have to pay attention to different things than you would if you were in a in a clinic room and you have to be engaging. And I say to my providers, you know, you have to smile a little bit bigger. It may sound um, very superficial, but please understand, you know, you have to connect with this person in video. They are vulnerable. And so you have to even overemphasize your body language and your smiling and your, you know, just taking a moment. There may be some technology issues, Marie. That's a downside I should have mentioned. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's all, we've all been victims of dropped calls. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It, it, 
it happens. So I should have said that before. One of the downsides is certainly it doesn't happen often on the network, but that is something that happens on, mm-hmm. on occasion. So, Absolutely. Well, I should have mentioned that because actually I just had uh, an appointment with a provider just a day or two ago. And lo and behold, this is a day or two ago. We lost connectivity. It's yeah. just, it happens. And then you kind of got to pick up where you started and uh, where you left off rather. It's, it's a little awkward to say the least. Right. Uh, I just say one thing, what's neat, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but I think you'll like this, is that we actually have technology built in where the provider who's talking to somebody can actually reconnect with that person. So we make sure you don't have to, oh my gosh, can you imagine? You and I both know if a patient sits there for 20 minutes, begins to cry, this is the call, and then you're like, what happened to my my lactation consultant. So we actually have things built in so that that person who just heard the story can reconnect. I think that was very important to Ben and George early on to build the technology from an mono- emotional standpoint to, to make sure make that we, work. yeah. Uh-huh. Melanie, I get distressed when somebody says, oh, I, the IBCLC says, oh, I'm just going to do my telehealth visit via Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or whatever. It is my understanding that the HIPAA laws do not allow for that unless there is some sort of special coding or whatever the word is. But I can't just pick up my regular phone with my regular FaceTime with my regular Zoom. Is that your understanding as well? Yeah, you must be. There are laws in place that everybody must familiarize themselves with. When we started this in 2014, we had attorneys that were working with us. We had people that understood in our technology team who is just phenomenal, understood how this needed to be built in a um, safe um, uh, way where patients' privacy was protected. Let's let's cut to the chase here. This is a video app. So this is a live video app. Pacify, you press a button. Within about 30 seconds, you're connected under a minute to a lactation consultant. And Parents want to show their breasts. They want, yes. they have these right. people having babies. They are used to smartphones. They're used to using them and showing, you know, dancing or, you know, talking to their parents. And when they have babies, they want to be diagnosed. They want to figure out what's going on. So we are, of course. people are showing their breasts on our video platform. So it was extraordinarily important. It, it was a must, of course, that it was um, a secure server, HIPAA compliant. And, and that is what we do. And we, we still, it's an everyday um, check, um, to make sure that those safety uh, protocols are in place. Good. Thank you for saying that because I just worry that people think that tele means anything, anybody, right. any way, and it just doesn't. Right. And right. Melanie, that's a good place for me to ask you. We know that you do video. You probably do audio. You probably do texts. What am I leaving out? Well, actually, so we those are a part of our kind of atmosphere or becoming part of our atmosphere. So we absolutely, from the beginning, you know, a, a parent downloads the app. There's a lactation button there. They press the button there in live video with a lactation consultant 24-7. We pick up calls on Christmas, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, all the major holidays during the year. Um, and then we also have some really special partnerships across the country with an audio line. So let's say there was an existing 
breastfeeding hotline somewhere, you know how many years we've done amazing work over the phone with new parents, right? Right. Well, sometimes what's been happening lately is we've been forming these partners, partnerships with really, with existing lactation lines where we actually partner with the lactation consultants. So they may staff the lines from eight to four and then Pacify will pick up from four to eight the next day. And so it really becomes a, a group of lactation consultants, Pacify and their local group working together to service these moms. So Video, audio, and then texting is something that we're working towards. But we, our real bread and butter, I have to say, is the video. The video yeah. to get that immediate care uh, the moment that a parent needs it. Okay. So do parents need an appointment or can they just, once they have the Pacify app, can they just call in? How does that work? Great questions. They, the, the beauty of this is, is the moment you have a question, when you used to go look at Google, and you used to, you know, search for three hours about what was going on. You just press a button. And like I said, within about a minute, you're connected to an IBCLC in video. No appointments, no waiting. It's, it's pretty much instantaneous. And it's the fastest healthcare appointment you probably ever, you ever had in terms of getting to it, you know, getting right, to a provider. Right. Yeah. So, Melanie, do you see any, um, I wanted to say opportunity. It's not really that. Is there a time when you would book an appointment, say, I want to see you three days from now or see your baby three days from now? Okay, that's a great question, Marie. So I love to answer this. And I've, I have so much you know, experience in this and my providers do too. The vast majority of the calls that come into Pacify, and when I think you and I really think about this in our professions as lactation consultant, is kind of a treat him and street him situation, okay? It really (laughs) is. And I actually had to change the way that my lactation consultants were thinking about their lactation because, Marie, for years, you and I learned follow up, make sure it's okay, follow up. The beauty of Pacify is they can call as much as they want. So when you have a Pacify app on your phone, you can press the button 50 times if you need help. You can press the button once. You can stay on the line as long as you need. And we have, you know, clinical pathways and and guidelines. So people aren't doing, all these lactation consultants aren't doing different things. Everybody's staying within our scope of care and our standards. And so you can stay on the phone as long as you want. You don't need to make an appointment. But let me tell you something. We are built, IBCLCs, We have like a genetic code in us that there are times that we become, I think we're always invested in our patients, but we become overly invested. We need to know. (laughs) We need to know this patient got the help. I agree. So we absolutely allow for my lactation consultants when there are those times that they would reconnect with the patient to make sure they're okay. And remember, we have partners across the country. So when people are getting Pacify, they have a lot of kind of safety nets. I mean, we certainly provide care, but then we have safety nets if they need local help and we can follow up that way. So Melanie, that's all well and good, but how do you bill the patient? Do you bill them by the visit or by the minute or what? How does that work? So great, great question. That's the question of how do people get Pacify? And this is what we're so proud of and what we do the most. We actually give Pacify for the majority of patients. We give it to them for free. And the way that, yes, I know. No one can see your face right now, but yes, I know. So let me tell I know. So the vast majority of the work that we do is with Medicaid, public health, hospital systems. And so what's happening is, you know, you and I, we've known this for years, but people know the more breast milk that women express, nurse into a baby, the healthier the mom is, the healthier the baby is. We just know that. Absolutely. Well, now Medicaid is understanding that. Hospitals are understanding that from a, from a dollar perspective. 
And so we have partnered, we have some beautiful partnerships across the country with Medicaid plans, WIC programs. We have a, um, an amazing relationship with WIC across the country where we take care of entire states' WIC populations where they get Pacify for free on their phones. So these WIC programs have peer counselors who are incredible, CLCs who are incredible, but when they don't have that, Marie, we are there. We are there to support and to, and to care for. George and I, several years ago, if I may just tell a quick story, we drove to Nevada, to Elko, Nevada, and I, there, was an IB, there was an IBCLC that came once a month. Once a month. Now, how many, this person is trying very hard, but how many people are really being helped by her? Right. Um, and so um, Pacify is able to help those, those patients, and the uh, members in the WIC program, um, by giving it to them for free. They all have smartphones. You know, 90% of people have smartphones. Yes, and if they, they do. don't, we can connect. If they don't, let me say this, we can connect them with, with one of our lactation consultants to help them over the phone. All right. So Melanie, what about the person who is not on Medicaid or they don't have access to WIC for whatever reason? Then is it still free? How does that work? Great question. So one of the things that, so anybody in the United States can actually download Pacify right now, go to your app store or your Google Play store, you download Pacify, and it's about $70 a month. And just to put that in perspective, but I know your, your listeners know, you know, to have somebody come into your home, maybe $150. Oh, I've most definitely. Yeah. $250 in New York. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so $70 per a month, unlimited calls. Um, so that's one way people get it. So you would pay a month to month. The second so it's a re- subscription, basically. Correct. Yeah. And the, one, okay. the second thing I just want to tell you, which I think is near and dear to my heart, because I think it's the sweetest thing, is it's a baby shower gift. So oh. there are people that gift Pacify. I mean, right. I, know, I know onesies are great, but Pacify is How many do you too. need? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many onesies do right. I mean, let's get real. How many onesies do you yes. need? Yes. Yeah. So it's a baby shower gift too. So that's really kind of where we work. The other thing is em- the employer space has become very interested in Pacify as well, because they want to keep their employees healthy. They want to keep their employees um, and their babies healthy because then they will sure. you know, be at work more. So we have some really beautiful relationships around the country where we can layer care and um, people who cannot afford it are getting it for free because people are thinking ahead and they are trying to, to care for other humans, which we love. Melanie, it is my understanding that all of the people who work for Pacify in a clinical uh, role are all IBCLCs. Is that true? That is correct. All of okay. our mm-hmm, all and, of the Pacify providers are IBCLCs. Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you're computer geeks and those people are not. But anyway, um, so how above and beyond their basic training and their certification, how long does it take you to teach them that interacting with patients, clients, families, in a telehealth situation is a little different? That's a great question. So I, I want to back up and explain um, that, that every provider on the Pacify app goes through a rigorous interview process. I've interviewed uh, okay. probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lactation consultants. I don't hire all of them. I have a thousand people waiting to work for Pacify right now. I know in an interview, I can tell after all this time. Yeah. If this person has a handle and an understanding, and I also appreciate when people say, 
will you teach me, Melanie? They may have the, they may be registered nurses in the NICU for 20 years, have their IBCLC, be doulas, you know, tons of certifications, but they fully admit, teach me how to use the technology effectively. And I do. So the first step is, yes, they have to be IBCLCs. Over 90% of our IBCLCs are also registered nurses, registered dietitians. I have a couple medical doctors who are IBCLCs who just love lactation and can't do it enough in their practices. So once they do that, then we, I spend time with them on, we do test calls, of course, and I train them on how to work the app. It's very easy to work on the um, parent side and on the provider side, Marie. So there's not that much training involved because everybody pretty much knows how to make a FaceTime call or how to, you know, Google call, G G chat or whatever you need to do. But I... I appreciate when people say, I really am nervous about the technology, but I want you to teach me and I do, if they have the qualifications for the for the work. Yeah, because truth is, I think I'm about as good as anybody else at a personal eyeball to eyeball, one-to-one on-site in-person visit. I'm pretty confident. But I gotta tell you that when I'm on the phone, I know I need a maybe not a different skill set, but certainly an extended skill set. And some of the things that you've just mentioned about video, even just your persona on the video makes a difference. Makes a huge difference. And I will, I, I, will, I get very excited. I'm sorry if I've, I've cut you off, but not at know, all. <laughs> the, the use of props So let's think about this. We're in video. And so some of my providers, they're very good at, you know, using their hands, like, you know, this is your breast, this is the baby's mouth and showing a latch, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then also people have baby dolls and they have, you know, if they're trying to teach bottle paste feeding or something along those lines, Marie, we're able to do that. I cannot tell you how many clients have written to us, you know, um, loved the props, you know, makes them laugh. There's like cute little doll babies that the lactation consultant pulls out of her, out of her bag or next to her desk. And so those are actually, and you and I can, you know, if people are setting up their telelactation business the right way, HIPAA compliant, making sure the patients are protected, that would be another piece of advice I would offer people is get some props, right? Get some really good props because that will make you more effective in video if you do do telelactation. I would agree, Melanie. I think that any time that we're doing, and I've had to learn this, I started doing online education, I think in 2016. But as you might imagine, this past year, it has been all online. We canceled, geez, I forget how many of our uh, live programs we canceled. And I've had to learn that not only do I need those, as you would say, props and other resources, but I got to get them lined up ahead of time. Mm. I can't just wing it, which is probably what I would do in a live situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. I mean, whereas if you were in the, the family's home, you might have your bag with you. Mm-hmm. Now that bag kind of has to go to the video uh, interaction. Would you agree? Yeah. And again, what, you're bringing up such great points, Marie. Like, I, I re- appreciate what you're saying because just getting, you know, I have a, a massive document that these lactation consultants get about this very thing. Are you prepared for the call? I mean, there's some yeah. checks just as yeah. we did before the podcast, right? You right, and I right, were right. checking, we <laughs> were making sure we're okay. You must do these things because right. nothing will frustrate somebody more if they 
if you can't see them or you're in, you're so vulnerable, Marie, I can't tell you how many of these parents, they show up in video and just start crying. Oh yeah. Oh, the I'm moment sure. they pop into video, they start yeah. crying. And I've, you know, I answer calls too, as an IBCLC, just to feel what my lactation consultants feel. Mm-hmm. And it's really, um, you know, it's, it's a really emotional, um, emotionally charged situation and we need to be prepared for the emotion of it and also the teaching of what we're trying to do to make that person feel better, to feel like they got this. And so um, we take this very seriously. Every single step you're talking about, we take that and have document, we have um, policies and procedures on all that. Of course, of course. But But I guess what I'm really trying to convey to listeners here is that it's, uh, it's a skill set that you cannot ignore because you've still got to be able to have all of your basic skills. And oh, by the way, this whole online bit as well. Um, Absolutely. You know, Marie, what it also is too, a little bit, what I say is um, you, you have to be, although I'm not claiming that we are, but you almost have to be a case manager. You really have to have that. You have to be able to size up the situation quickly. You have to be able to figure out, is this appropriate for video? Is this not? What can I do? What props do I need? Do I, you know, can they see me? You know, these kinds of things, it's a, it's a different world than just walking into a clinic or walking into somebody's house. Right. And so what I love, I like your line of questioning because I I think you're right. I think some people said, Oh, I'll just go online. I'll just like FaceTime with people and it'll be great. You know? And I think we need to take this. This is very, it's very serious situation. When somebody has a question about breastfeeding, it doesn't matter what it is. It can either help them to continue to breastfeed or they will stop. And so Every call is I kind of what I view as is, is sacred and important to to get it right, you know, to help them to the best of our ability. Recently, I've had people asking me if I will give them help to put their course online. Mm. And the answer is, yes, I can do that. I've done it myself. I can show you how. But a lot of the times, Melanie, I have to back up and say, do you actually know how to build a course? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. So what I liked as I was hearing you talk about that, size up the situation. And you said that more than once. And I'm like, oh, Melanie, you are so right on. Because you do have to be able to size up the situation. And I don't even have a definition for that. I don't know how I know when somebody can or when they can't. But I know that. Yeah, I have to tell you one thing. So this is actually a really, this is, this I think will illustrate exactly what you're talking about. And this is why I love um, working as Pacify, as the chief clinical officer, hiring these lactation consultants. But also I think it's very important that I take call because sure. it lets me feel what yes. my lactation consultants feel. So here's yeah. what happens. And I, th- I know this happens over the phone, but I want everybody to be prepared. You pop into video and sometimes people just start talking. I've been breastfeeding eight to 12 times a day and I'm really scared and I'm not, you know, and I have no help. And I think the baby doesn't have enough and the baby's not. And I let them go through the whole thing. And I, and you know what I asked then? Um, Okay. Can you, can you tell me how old your baby is? I mean, they haven't even told me how old their baby is. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I do know. (laughs) They're trying, there's, there's so much emotion behind that. And what I've said to my providers and they know this already, they're all seasoned. They're very seasoned lactation consultants. I need an anchor. If you call me and tell me your baby is eating, drinking, nursing eight to 12 times a day and your baby is 18 months, I'm going to get nervous. Right. But if your baby's two weeks old and nursing eight to 12 times a day. So sometimes oh, I, I just, you have to sit there and just 
exude love and understanding and empathy and support. And then you have to kind of back up and like size up the situation. Just tell me the age of the baby first, please. You know, because you, you don't know where, how you're going to counsel that person, Marie, until you have that anchor of age, but it is such an emotional call that um, you got to let them get that out, right? That's but Melanie, of- here, this is such a great example that you've given, because if you were standing there, if I was standing there, we would immediately know pretty much how old that baby was. I know what a a two-week-old looks like. I know what a one-month-old looks like. So I've already got at least a ballpark context. Whereas when the mother comes on the video and starts blurting out all of her emotional stuff, you really have no idea. And that is part of that sizing up the situation as we started out uh, mentioning. And I, I think that's just such a... You know, Dr. Ruth Lawrence told me one time that I had clinical acumen. <laughs> I thought about that and I realized, you know, what she's really saying is you've just seen enough cases that you're able to kind of know where that person is and where you're going with that interaction. So let me let me state this. So I think it's very important because I want to speak, as we, we've discussed, I want to speak to people who, how Pacify works, because I want to explain that and the beauty of it and how we run 24-7, 365. And then also for your lactation consultants who are listening, who are doing private practice, working in a HIPAA secure, you know, private environment. Those people, of course, that are working privately, yes, you, you and I both know, maybe they sent secure charts, you know ahead of time what you're getting into, all that stuff. Right. But the beauty of right. Pacify and Marie, how we can serve, the volume that we serve and the speed at what we serve is that we hire lactation consultants, like I said, who have this kind of case management genetic code in them. Yes. They're able yes. to size up the situation quickly. Think about you and I. I, I know this happens. We're at a party. Somebody comes up to us and finds out what we do. And yep, then I what happens, Marie? <laughs> we have to size the situation up. They say, yep. I don't have enough milk. That is pacify. It's basically, you're like a cocktail party and somebody comes up to you and starts right. asking you all these questions. Right. You and I are very seasoned. So what's interesting is a lot of lactation consultants who, who learn about pacify, who want to work for the network, who may have been in the business for decades, who have a wealth of experience, way more than me. They're a little like, how do you figure this out? And what I try to teach them and what they then see is, oh, I can do this. I've been doing this already. I've been doing this with patients in a proper clinic setting with, you know, a medical chart in front of me. And I also have done it a zillion times on the phone with my best friend's friend, with family, with at a cocktail party or whatever. So does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When you mentioned the cocktail party, I'm thinking, oh, man, uh, how many times... Has this just come out of nowhere for me? Yeah. I worked with a, I worked at the University of Chicago and I have such a love for that hospital. There were three registered nurse IBCLCs who trained me for years in a NICU setting, Marie, for three years. I got really good, solid clinical work, but I worked with a plastic surgeon in the burn unit and he used to tell me he'd hate going to plastic, you know, to parties because people would say, um, what do you do? And he'd say, I'm a surgeon. Then they'd say, what kind? Plastic and reconstructive. And then they'd start deconstructing their faces. And he says, oh, I hate going to these parties because I don't want to talk about it. But so anyways, it's just an, it it comes up in life. You know, when people find out what we do, they have questions. And so the the ones that always tickle me are when my husband says, I don't think that really sounds right. I think you (laughs) do. Right. Oh yeah. My husband says she needs to pump more, right? She just needs to pump more, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 
cracks yeah. me right up. He's very careful to not give advice, but he he's got this sense of when that doesn't sound right. And, you know, honestly, if you think about it, that is such a fundamental uh, ability. If you know that it doesn't sound right, you can actually help people to get help. I think that's Whereas right. if you think, you know, the one that always makes me crazy is when people say, oh, well, no, you know, babies can go several days without having a stool. Well, yeah, if they're older babies, yeah. But if they're in that first month of life, you really got to watch those stools. Thank you very much. So that's a matter of you've got to be able to know when when something just doesn't feel right. So Melanie, you're into this several years now. If you had the whole thing to all do over again, if you were to do over how you yourself have prepared, what you've learned, the path you've taken, the company you've started, if there were one or two things that you would do differently, what would they be? Gosh, Marie, that's, a, that's, that's such an amazing question. I, I, and, I, and I want to answer it um, in a thoughtful, caring matter, but I, I guess I, I need to flip it a bit. Sure. Um, sure. And, and let me, if I may be so bold, um, from the beginning, from my first day working with Ben and George at Pacify, I kept thinking to myself, every single new parent that delivers in the United States or adopts a baby should have pacify on their phones. And I kind of, I felt this for seven years. It should be standard of care in the United States that people have access to a lactation consultant. And so um, we are moving towards that. We're trying to help people that really need a lot of help that don't have the resources that they, um, that they need. Um, and, um, but there's still 2 million other people who also need the help you and I talked about and how they can get that help through Pacify. So I think I'm so, I, I'm so, this is the greatest <laughs> job for a lactation <laughs> dietitian that I could have ever imagined. I mean, I've, I'm so grateful um, that I was recruited to be the chief clinical officer of this very special app. I can see what we're doing. We have research coming out that is showing our effectiveness and in increasing breastfeeding, extending breastfeeding. And I knew that would happen. Um, and, um, but, but I, I really, I think my, I don't know if I would do anything different that way. Cause I think what we've done is so powerful and, and beautiful and, and I'm so proud of what we've done, but I still have this kind of focus of this becoming standard of care in the United States. And it's not a replacement. Let me say this loudly. This is not a replacement for IBCLC local care. Right. We built technology recently, like I explained to you with the audio line, we built some really special technology that we can actually um, allow the local lactation consultants in hospitals, in health departments to help their patients. But when they can't, pacifies the layer, the icing on the cake, on a very yes. delicious cake. And so we're not in the business of trying to take away jobs. We're in the business of trying to support what's already there. Yes. Um, so I love your question. I'm going to have to, that's such an excellent question. I've never been asked, but I do have this <laughs> kind of underlying, just kind of thought about, I really want more people to have this app on their phones. Um, and I just am striving to do that every day. Um, 
improving our technology with a beautiful team of people who are real motivated and really, really care for what we do. It's, it's a really special company with a very important mission. So I'm so impressed with all that you're doing. And I'm sure that everyone who is listening is impressed with what you're doing, grateful for what you're doing, admire and want to emulate uh, something on even a, a smaller scale. Uh, but there's so much that you've given us in this short amount of time. Uh, it's really quite amazing. And yet, I just want to tell everybody who's listening, if there's anybody who could do this, it would be Melanie Silverman. <laughs> All right? The woman is just never going to sit back and wait for something to happen. She's going to go out there and she's going to make it happen because that is in her DNA. Absolutely, for sure. Melanie, tell us before we wrap up for today, tell us where we can get the app, where we can uh, find you. Tell us everything that we need to know about you and Pacify. I'd love to thank you for letting me do that. So the first thing is we can start with our website, which is just www.pacify.com. Very easy to find us. Um, And then for lactation consultants who may be interested in working for Pacify, you actually can go to our website and scroll down to become a provider and you can actually apply to work. Um, We have that option. The other thing is we are present on social media. And so if you look us up on Instagram, Facebook, it's at Pacify app. And so that is, um, those are probably the most important ways to find us through our app, pacify.com. If you're interested in applying to become a Pacify provider, you can do that on our website. And then also our social media is another way to, uh, to find us at Pacify app on Instagram and Facebook. Fantastic. And let me just reiterate what Melanie said. And it's important to me as well. She is only hiring IBCLCs, International Board Certified Lactation Consultants. And that means that those people have had a 90-hour course. They have had a five-hour communication course. They have also had other uh, requirements that they have met in order to sit for the exam. And then, then they have successfully passed the exam. So let me just say, there's a reason why she's insisting on that. And that's because those people have had a tremendous amount of proven skills and abilities right off the bat before they even apply to pacify. So if you're interested, I will be rolling out my new comprehensive lactation education course. It does carry 90 hours. I also offer the five hours of communication. This is a new requirement, by the way, folks. And you'll be interested to know that I've kind of upgraded that course in the last several months. So I will be rolling out a new version of it. You need to stay tuned and you can find me at mariebiancuso.com. And yeah, I got to spell it. I, I, don't worry, everybody. I spent my life spelling it one more time. Uh, here you go. It's M-A-R-I-E-B-I-A-N-C-U-Z-Z-O, mariebiancuso.com. And there you will find my comprehensive lactation course as well as several of my other courses. And of course, you will be able to find this podcast here my blog, and much, much more. So, Melanie Silverman, thank you for being with me today. 
Thank you so much, Marie. It's always lovely to talk to you. Likewise, Melody. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are listening, just remember whether it's today, tomorrow, or next week, or next year, or next decade, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby. 